This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Frankly Talking every Friday at 6 p.m. Here at 700 AM KSEV, the voice of Texas. Like and follow Frank on Facebook.com slash Frankly Talking. Here is your host, Frank Spagnoletti. Hey, 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 it's Friday night, and uh, we're here again, uh, ready to do another show for you. And hello, everybody listening, and hello, Facebook, uh, if you're watching. Uh, if we have technical difficulties, it's because our man Mauricio is in El Salvador right now. And so he's got us hooked up from there. So we're we're bouncing our show to El Salvador, trying to get a new audience since there's so many woke people here. And then uh, we're going to be bouncing back to Houston from him. So uh, hopefully Facebook, you're watching me and you can see me. But if you can't, then you can listen to us, uh, as you know, on 700 KSCV. And uh, you know you know the channel. And you can call us at 281-558-5738 once we get into these subjects. But I want to talk to you about some serious things, okay? And those serious things are, well, I was reflecting this week on, a, on, on just what the heck is going on. And I, I was listening. I mean, I was listening to, I was listening to the President Biden. I was listening to commentators. I was listening to people. I was listening to pundits. I was listening to idiots. I was listening to geniuses. And now I just want to try to bring it all together as some little common sense that we might consider. It's a very scary to me. It kind of, when I got done with listening to this whole array of uh, menagerie, uh, that uh, I was very kind of a little bit depressed. Hopefully tonight when you call me at 281-558-5738, I gave a little teaser on Facebook about what I was thinking. But let's break it down. So, so what we have here... <laughs> Is, is more than a misunderstanding. What we have here is a systematic destruction of the country. And that systematic des- destruction of the country, you have to listen to what people are saying very carefully, not just their words. You have to listen to the, what they're communicating. And normally, when a politician is communicating to you, trying to lead you in a direction or put down other people, what they're doing is reflecting themselves. So let's start with January 6th and the so-called insurrection. Uh, the, 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 I'm sorry. It was a pretty pitiful insurrection if that's what it was. Which, of course, I don't believe it was. I believe it was a bunch of folks protesting and then they got sucked into a deal that they didn't even know in many instances what they were sucked into and how serious it was going to be addressed. But listen to what I'm about to tell you. President Biden, a couple of weeks ago, within the last couple of weeks, stated that the biggest threat, to, and before the last couple of weeks as well, the biggest threat to the United States, as well as the FBI, out of the FBI said this, is, is, is uh, extreme conservatives, extremist conservatives. Those are buzzwords, okay? Uh, those are buzzwords in many instances for Trump supporters. Those are buzzwords for even if you're not a Trump supporter, if you don't fit into the categories of people that have been blessed by the by the progressive wing of the Democratic Party. And I'm talking about even like 
my old friends and colleagues, uh, moderate Democrats, yellow dog Democrats from Texas. The point I'm trying to make to you is that Biden states the following. I mean, and I've said this on the show before. If there's going to be some kind of insurrection in this country by these extremists, uh, that's a joke. No matter how many guns they have, that we have nuclear weapons and we have we have jet fighters. Now, let, what are we talking about here? I don't think we were talking about anything like that. And then this week he talks about the voting rights issues, and then he says this is the biggest crisis since the Civil War. And then we're constantly hearing how the country is divided between black and white, between brown and black, between black and yellow, and all the other colors in between. I'm sorry. Until you all started talking about that, I didn't see any of those colors, and I didn't see any divide. I just saw good, hardworking people. Every color, every stripe, every nationality, every religion, whether you're a religious or atheist or agnostic or Christian, Jew, Muslim, Buddhist, Shinto, whatever the heck you are. I just saw good people trying to make a living and have their families and be free, like we're hearing about in Cuba. So, and then this is what I want. This is why this is a lead into what I want to talk about. This week, this stuff came out about the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Uh, this fella, Mark Milley, and he's talking as if he were in charge of the United States of America. Now, he was talking about, he talks about protecting the country from, because of his his oath to protect the countries from enemies abroad and domestic, foreign and domestic. Seriously? Ah. I didn't see the threats from the domestic enemies uh, that we're seeing from the foreign enemies, but I sure do see a whole bunch of action being unlawfully taken by the U.S. government and by by the military in the United States of America under the authority of these so called generals, contrary to our Constitution. I don't see them taking any action with regard to our foreign enemies. I don't see them taking any action with regard to protecting Taiwan. If Taiwan's taken over, you can forget your cell phone or ever get another Apple because all of the chips that are made for that are, are made in Taiwan. Because of the supply chain, we haven't caught up yet to build those chips in the United States. It's a Taiwanese company that builds them. But yet, yet, the, yet the threat, they say, is domestic. And, and, and what are we seeing actually taking place here? We are seeing an insurrection in this country by the actions being taken by the leaders in this, that are currently involved in this country and systematically dismantling our institutions, our laws, and our structure. We have, this week, we saw Milley talking about you know, how he was going to you know, make sure that uh, he, he, first of all, he disregarded Trump's wishes at, uh, at the end of his administration to replace the CIA chief. Now, I don't know what that was about, but I do know this. It's not up to him to challenge that. He wasn't like he was appointing uh, some guy who was on the payroll of China. Let's see, who might that be? Hmm. As head of the CIA. No, Milley was waiting for that guy to be elected. The point is, 
Trump had the authority to do that till he wasn't president anymore. For whatever reason, he chose. He didn't have to report to General Mark Milley. And it wasn't up to him to say he couldn't appoint another person to make sure that the intelligence that was coming in with regard to potential interference in the election wasn't being properly vetted, verified, and disseminated among the people of the United States. And so, and so, so you get, and then in Afghanistan, they deliberately put language again, language like lawyer language, you know, those little hooks that are in sentences that people just read over because they're just trying to do what they think they're trying to do. But then there's a little catch, a gotcha. And when they did, I mean, Trump and Pompeo were trying to negotiate a ceasefire in Afghanistan. But then they said, no, we can't do that. Well, you can do that, but you know, uh, it has to be dictated by the conditions on the ground. I'm paraphrasing and summarizing here. And what happens during the negotiations for peace? They go in there and they bomb They bomb the Taliban. The peace talks break down. And where are we now? Surrendering Afghanistan. The, law, if I, the loss of life, the injury, the heartbreak that we have done to our own troops by keeping them there for 20 years in a war that that was over a long time ago and now to pull out basically with our tail between our legs with nothing to show for it is an absolute disgrace to the men and women who served in that country thinking that they were under the guidance of people who were looking out for the best interest of the country. It's an absolute disgrace, and we're going to come back after the break and talk some more, and I'm going to be taking Tracy's call on line one when we come back. But I'm mad, and I, and I, and I don't know. I, I, I'm not taking it anymore. <laughs> United We Stand, AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. What's worse than a roof that leaks? A roof that leaks after you've spent hundreds of dollars to repair it. This is Deb Tejada from Tejas Roofing and Contracting, Houston's number one roofing and contracting company. We get calls all the time from people who have used fly-by-night contractors to repair their storm damage. They spend a day on the roof, collect your money, and you never hear from them again. And the roof still leaks. Why put yourself through that? Use a contractor with a verifiable history of experience. Tejas Roofing and Contracting, A-plus rated by the BBB, certified master elite contractors with GAF. Our experienced crews have been working together, repairing and replacing roofs in Houston for over 37 years. This work is top-notch and the roof won't leak. The cleanup is second to none. You won't even know we've been there. Go to TejasRoofing.com or call us at 281-251-0304. When you need roofing repairs, a new roof or remodeling, call us at Tejas Roofing. 281-251-0304. What's worse than a roof that leaks? A roof that leaks after you've spent hundreds of dollars to repair it. This is Hi, Jeff this is Kelsey Grammer. When military service members head into battle, none are expected to face the enemy alone. But many return home and become isolated as they struggle with the visible and invisible wounds of war. It can be difficult knowing how to overcome that challenge and rekindle bonds similar to those formed in the military. Wounded Warrior Project supports these injured veterans through their recoveries by connecting them with fellow warriors and their communities. No one should fight this battle alone. Join us at WoundedWarriorProject.org. 
If you're looking to sell or buy a home and in need of the best realtors out there, look no further than the Matthews team at REMAX Legends. Ronnie and Kathy Matthews have instilled in each and every team member their hard work and honest values, and believe me, it's paid off. This incredible team's agents has an average tenure of over 10 years, so it's clear that the Matthews team truly knows the Houston area market and what it takes to get a home sold quickly. They're employee-owned. They care about their clients, and they always go the extra mile to ensure that each sale and purchase is seamless and smooth. The Matthews team are the number one REMAX team in Texas and have been for over 20 years. Call the Matthews team at 281-440-7900 or see for yourself and go online at RonnieAndKathy.com. They sell over 900 homes a year and they know every inch of the buying and selling market in the greater Houston area. Call the Matthews team. I chose them as my realtor and you should too. The Matthews team and REMAX Legends, your realtor for life. 281-440-7900. That's 281-440-7900. KSEV and its advertisers want to thank you, the listeners, for all your continued support. Without you supporting our advertisers, there would not be a Voice of Texas. We stand behind our clients, and if you're looking to boost and grow your business, join the great team at KSEV and its loyal audience by calling a member of our sales staff at 281-588-4800. That's 281-588-4800. KSEV, loyal listeners and dependable advertisers are the voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Right after the music. A little bit of music just to get me in a better mood, Steve. (laughs) It's a little heavy, baby. (laughs) Okay, Steve. (laughs) Maybe later tonight. (laughs) All right, let's take Tracy on line one. I'm here, Frank. Hey, Tracy. How are you tonight? Let me drill you in on what's going on. So Mauricio is streaming the audio for you. Uh, but you can also, people can listen to it on the radio or they can go to the station's website. Okay, so Mauricio on. is but, streaming the audio, but there's no video that people are seeing on Facebook. Right. Is that right? Okay, yeah, well, right. well. Now get this. Frank. You don't need to see my ugly uh, face, but I do have an orange jacket on and a black shirt in case you all well, want to envision me. Well, thank God you each week, that, so I know when you're live, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you need to get into that studio a few minutes earlier. Okay, here's what you need to know. When you go to last week's show on Facebook, yes. it is flagged as objectionable. Well, good. Um, I mean, I'm sure that I'm flagged as objectionable. <laughs> I'm completely you, objectionable. You, you know, so Jen Saki said there are 12 sites that are responsible for 75% of the misinformation. You might be number thir- lucky number 13. Well, I, mean, I want to say this. Uh, uh, what does that mean? What do you mean it's objectionable? Is that like a warning, like it's an X-rated movie or something? What does that mean? Before they take you down, it's, you know, because it doesn't mean it's wrong information. They call it misinformation because it does not agree with the government and their push to vaccinate at all costs. Well, all I want to know is where the kangaroos are that are making this decision because it's obviously a kangaroo court making this this vote. That's right. Uh, And today a reporter stuck his microphone in in President Biden's face, and he said, what message do you have for Facebook? He said, they're killing people. 
It's like, you know, in the Soylent Green, you're eating people. No, hold on, I hold mean, on a minute. He's, he's saying Facebook is killing people? If they refuse to pull down the misinformation, because the White House now sends over reports to Facebook saying we want these people's oh, yeah. sites taken down. Yeah, so yeah. if you don't do it, I, you're killing I heard, people. I heard about that. Well, I, I tell you what. Uh, given the performance recently, maybe maybe we all need to relocate to uh, to the Soviet Union because Pravda is probably more free in terms of its press than what we're having here. We have now, and this is what I'm talking about, Tracy. Now the press has been has been taken over. Essentially, the press, which is the modern press, Facebook and all this social media, yeah. Twitter, Tweety, and and uh, and every other bird. Uh, you know, they, they basically take, they've taken up all of our, uh, you know, ability to get information and it's locked down. Now it's being controlled. So what we've got is we've got our government then using um, private media, which is, uh, you know, a huge complex bigger than the military industrial complex. Now it's the military media government complex, which is basically, uh, dominating, our, our talk and our culture and 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 free speech is no longer allowed in fact when free the speech First amendment is just a complete violation and when free speech is expressed you get flagged you get flagged that you are what what is it was the word you used i'm what i'm unex, i'm a, i'm a deplorable is that what you said or i'm unaccept <laughs> Uh, no, you st- that you've been that for a little while. I've been that. No. I've been that. Be- <laughs> You're objectionable. I was a deplorable in the time before anybody used the word. But go ahead. I'm objectionable. Is that what is that what it is? Yeah, objectionable content because you're spreading uh, disinformation. Well, I'm not I mean, spreading. It's right out of 1984. It's horrible. Yeah, but I want to just say this for Facebook and every other big brother that's listening to me. I'm not spreading disinformation. I, no. I'm, I'm not I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I think people ought to just be able to make their own decision. That's all I'm saying. And, and I don't That's think right. I said anything false. I said this was this was a gene therapy basic uh, injection. It was not a traditional vaccination. I think all of that is follow the science. And so I mean I mean I mean so I mean I don't know what it is that's objectionable about telling people the truth. I cho- I've chosen not to get the vaccination thus far because there has been no every other drug that I take including aspirin which is I don't take any drugs really except aspirin. Any uh, and so let's just take aspirin. Uh, it has a warning on it of some kind. And if you take Tylenol or Buffering or any of these other things or any any other kind of drug you can think of that's advertised on TV, they're all the warnings about what the side effects of the drugs are. There are no warnings with regard to these drugs. So I mean, these in, injections because they don't know what the warnings are yet. They haven't done the studies. They don't know what the true side effects are. They don't know, uh, you know, with no what the effects are with people with pre-existing conditions. Let's say. Blood clot conditions, let's say, you know, I don't know, diabetes or, or cancer or whatever. They don't know. Women who want to get pregnant. Ah, that's another one for sure. And that's why I think, and there's been some discussion of that in terms of the effects on these things. All of these things, they haven't done the studies yet. But we are in a mass petri dish and they're doing the studies as we sit here tonight of everybody that's gotten the injections. And we don't know what the side effects are going to be. So I think 
if you can't make an informed decision, like when you make informed consent for a doctor to operate on you or give you therapy, chemotherapy, or some other kind of therapy, you may, you sign a document that says you have informed consent as to the uh, potential effects of the of, of whatever the procedure or medicine is. In this circumstance, we can't be informed because they're not informed. So it's ridiculous. It's and, and I think it's offensive. And I'm not saying don't take the shot. If you want to take it, take it. I may wind up taking it myself with, and say I'm going to take the risk of the things that I'm fearful of because I have freedom of will and freedom of choice and I own a house in Canada and I haven't been there for almost two years and I love the view and I might just say I'll put it all on the line to try to see it one last time. But I don't know. I haven't made that decision yet. But I want the freedom of choice to do that. Or I might may make the freedom of choice to sell the damn thing, tell tell Trudeau to stick it up where the sun don't shine, and buy a place on the other side of the border in the U.S. At least it's somewhat a little bit freer so far. But they, they'll probably have some issues regarding that. Anyway, you got anything else, Tracy? I'm going to move on. Well, we've got to figure out an action step for the week, and I think it needs to deal with the Texas legislature. And mm. that you, everyone needs to phone or send an email to their legislator and say, if you're not here in, in Texas, you know, you will be gone. Right. And if you are here, then thank you very much. Well, they can't be gone because they're elected, you see. and so that's... No, but you won't, you won't be reelected. Well, I mean, that's and, what... That, and that, that, enjoy being arrested by Governor Abbott. Well, when they come back to Texas, they can be arrested, I'm sure. But I'm sure they'll be in, like, some kind of Marriott hotel with, the, you know, <laughs> whatever fineries there might be there. And I'm sure that they won't... I'm sure that they won't be uh, in the kind of places where those those persons who showed up on January 6th have been held without even... Right, but the action step is Guantanamo reach out to Yeah, yeah. I mean, people need to get out and vote, and they need to vote in people who aren't going to do what these folks did if you if you agree that the voting rights uh, changes should be made. Thanks, Tracy. I appreciate it. I'm okay. going to move on on the subject. I appreciate you listening, as always. Uh, Mike, what do you think about any of this? I've been rambling here. Oh, Rambling man. <laughs> Frank. You know, it's uh, you cover a lot of ground, and and it's it's in, going back to to what you said about uh, the latest threat. You know, whether it's uh, white supremacists or global warming, it was a few weeks ago, or the pandemic, or institutionalized racism. I, I've never seen a group of people want to demonize and cast blame and never have a solution. They're never a solution to anything. Well, they're not right. a solution to the border. They're not a solution. You know about vaccines. We got a one-size-fits-all vaccine that that we have, and we have a disease that's that that impacts people completely differently. But it, I've never seen a group of people never have a solution to any problem other than to throw money at it and demonize everybody. We're going to demonize the air. We're going to de demonize the color of your skin. We're going to demonize the the history and pull down statues. It goes on and on and on with these people, and there's never a solution. Right, but this is what I was. This is what I, I want to go back to because, and this is where I'm going to pick up another subject. This country is being systematic. What's coming out of the podium that 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 Biden is speaking from when he does speak is the kinds of things that are reflective of actually an insurrection 
in the sense of tearing down the very institutions of this country that guard this country, and that is the people. The government, I'm sorry, is basic here as it was supposed to be in this country. It's a government of the people, not the people of the government. The government doesn't exist without the people. The decisions need to be made by the people. And that is done through their legislators. And that is not done by executive order. Okay, and you can't, you, I mean, some things you can do by executive order, but most things you cannot. And then it doesn't stand up anyway when the next administration comes in. So it's absolutely ridiculous. And call us at 281-558-5738 to join this conversation. But here's another subject I want to talk about, but it's going to have to be after the break, doesn't it, Steve? Yep, here we go. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> Brian Kilmeade. Tune in every weekday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. for the Brian Kilmeade Radio Show on AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. At O'Hare and Company Real Estate, we believe there are people in our country and other countries that are trying to chip away at our freedom. We are taking a stand against the tyranny that is happening and want to protect what our veterans and forefathers have fought and died for. Texans are independent thinkers, self-reliant, and bold. If you want a real estate company that has a backbone, give us a call at 281-373-3393. Again, that's 281-373-3393, or look us up on the web at O'HaraRE.com. O'Hara & Company Real Estate backs our patriots, veterans, and first responders. We are proud to stand up for what we believe in, so give us a call at 281-373-3393. Again, 281-373-3393, or look us up on the web at O'HaraRE.com. As William Wallace said in Braveheart, they can take away our lives, but they will never take away our freedom. God bless America and God bless Texas. You're driving down the road and suddenly your check engine light comes on. Your mind immediately begins to race. Is this serious? What does this mean? Am I about to break down? Who can I trust to repair this properly without being taken advantage of? Hi, this is Rona from Skeeter's Auto Service, home of the Texas Car Doctor Radio Show, where old-fashioned, unparalleled customer service meets the latest in technology. We're not going to overcharge you or sell you what you don't need. We're not going to keep your car for days on end, and we will always try to give you options that fit your budget. My dad always taught us, do the right thing for the right reasons, work hard, and success will always follow. We pride ourselves in doing just that each and every day at Skeeter's Auto Service. Check us out at SkeetersAuto.com, like us on Facebook, or give us a call at 281-469-1152. Charlie did not die from an overdose. Charlie was poisoned. Websites and social media selling fake medicines may look legitimate, but they're not. He died in less than 15 minutes after taking the pill. Any medication not purchased from a licensed pharmacy could be deadly. No other family should go through this. This is horrific. Go to safe.pharmacy. Learn about fake medicine on social media and if an online pharmacy is safe. 
uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Dan, welcome back to the Brian Kilmeade Show. Hey, it's great to be with you, Brian, and we're honored to have you on KSEB AM 700 in Houston. Governor, so many people sit outside border states and want to tell us what you think. The polls show Texas is about 50-50 on building a wall. Uh, where do you stand? I'm all in because I know the fact, and I know it's not a manufactured crisis. It's a manufactured cover-up by Pelosi and the Democrats. The Brian Kilmeade Radio Show, every weekday morning from 9 to 11 on AM 700 KSEV. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Oh, yeah. I like this, Steve. Puts me in a good mood. You're calming me down. You're calming down the beast. We're going to take this call from Paul in Louisiana. Hey, Paul. How's it going, Frank? I'm good, my brother. How are you? Man, I'm doing well, man. What are you? What are you? What, what's on your mind tonight, my friend? Well, uh, I got a call from a, a old employee, uh, co-worker that I used to work with at said uh, oil field company uh, that me and one of your other clients used to work at. Yep. And uh, so. What they're trying to do is make uh, the COVID vaccination a condition of employment. Yep. And, and if you don't opt to take it, then you have to start purchasing the COVID test yourself before you return to work. Yep. So my thing is, like, this this whole this whole issue with the government trying to push it, I feel like they're trying to hit the working class where it counts because they know we're not going to quit our jobs. You well, know. I mean, I mean, Paul, it's the same issue. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, that's the whole point. I mean, I got a piece of property I can't go to without getting the vaccine. So they're basically telling me I can't cross the border and take a flight into Canada without getting the vaccine. In this country, it would be illegal for the government to impose vaccines on everybody. So they're just playing it, you know, catchy. They're basically telling employers, we can't do that, but you can. Every employer, you should. In fact, we think that it's a good idea. Uh, we think everybody should be vaccinated. And so the employers turn around and do that because they don't want to be on the wrong side of the government for all the reasons why. Government contracts, money. Of course, it's always money, Paul. And so they're going to make the workers take those vaccines. And then what's going to happen with these companies if somebody says they don't want to take the vaccine when they say you got to take it? Uh, but at least this company you're talking about, based on what you just told me, said if you don't want to take it, you have to have your, your COVID test before you come back. And that kind of protects them a little, I think, because that way you can at least make your choice as to whether to get the vaccine. I, I Personally, I think it's a, it's a better policy than other other companies and other in, and uh, like, uh, you know, Methodist Hospital fired the people who didn't take the vaccine. So, I mean... I mean, it's a very tricky deal, but I don't think that we should have to take the vaccines if you don't want to take the vaccines. And and I, I mean, you know, we're going to have to live with this. We're going to have to live with this going forward. Uh, we're going to have to live with it. And and it's the government can't control every nuance in our life. We let them do this. They're going to keep taking more and more freedoms, Paul. And I know that you're a man of a man of freedom and a man of God. I know that. And so, and I know you are. And, and so, anyway, that's what I think about that, my friend. Thanks for calling tonight. Keep listening. I'm going to talk a little bit more, and then we'll take uh, Alan and Katie on line three. 
Uh, I want to mention this, and Alan, hold on there. I'll get with you in a second. One of the things I want to talk about in terms of what I'm talking about is the dismantling of the country, and how about this one? Remember we talked about uh, the New World Order over many shows ago, and I'll probably be flagged and, you know, uh, punished and have apples thrown at me. Apples, get it? Uh, Instead of tomatoes when I say this. But we talked about the New World Order. Hmm. Historical concept, by the way. Uh, But I'm not naming the show New World Order, so we get into even more trouble, Mauricio. But there is such a concept. But how about this for a a changing of the world order? Can I use that, Mauricio, without getting flagged? Hey, is that all right, Steve? That's not a curse word, is it? I'm okay? Okay. The changing of the world order. And listen to this. We're making the United States a subordinated state to a world government. How about that concept, boys and girls on the kangaroo court? Secretary of State Anthony Blinken is welcoming a U.N. probe of racism in the U.S. I'm sorry. We've been working on issues concerning race, and we are still, regardless of any issues that exist today, uh, I mean, people are going to be prejudiced against each other. Many, many black folks that I talk to hate white people, but nobody ever says black folks are racist. Many, some white people I talk to don't like black people. Some brown people don't like black people or white people. Some yellow people don't like any other people but yellow people. And black people might not like yellow people. And that, that, that unless they're acting on that in a way in, in, the, in the workplace or they're acting on that in some other way, you're not going to be able to make people think that we're not different in different ways and whether or not you like each other or not. I personally don't care what color people are. I just love people who are doing their job and doing a good job and, and uh, you know, making the country better. It doesn't matter to me where you came from or what you did and, and, and what, what color you are, what religion you are. I mean, it's ridiculous. But this guy Blinken is welcoming the U.N. And who sits on that U.N. Commission on Human Rights? Oh, these are these are beauties. I mean, you got Russia on there, okay? You probably have China on there. I wouldn't be surprised if Iran and Syria and a whole bunch of other countries were on there. In fact, I believe that um, I believe uh, Trump withdrew the United States from that commission in the UN. But now Blinken is welcoming him in here to do an investigation of the U.S. Are you kidding me? Every time somebody brings up an issue of any kind of racism, any kind of racism, even when the farmer, for instance, out in the Midwest sued because he thought it was racist to only give certain government benefits to minority farmers, the court addressed that racism and said you can't have a law like that. And who would ever dream up a law like that except these idiots that are running the country? And the truth is we have courts that address racism. What other country has all of these things? None of them. None of them. Try doing this stuff in some South American countries. Try doing it in, in, in Asian countries. Forget it. And look, why don't, why don't we start where the biggest violations are occurring? In Iran, take a look at the issues involving China. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't even consider Russia even up there on the same, same level as China these days. I mean, they had things in the past that were a problem. And why don't we look at all those issues first 
if the UN's going to start on a witch hunt. But no, we have to uh, flagellate ourselves in the in the public square of the world and tear down the best country on earth, the freest country on earth, the country that gives the most opportunity to every color, race, and creed. And we have to try to tear it down by 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 by, by apologizing for what? I mean, what happened back in the 1600s happened. And whatever, slavery's wrong. Everybody knows that. Everybody admits to that. I don't see anybody running around trying to make anybody slaves except for all the sex trafficking going on uh, over the border, human trafficking across the border, which is being encouraged by U.S. government policies by having an open border. So you want to talk about slave trade? Let's. Why don't we start with that? Let's take the call from Alan on line three. Hey, Alan, how are you? Alan? And all the people involved in it. Hold on. Can you start? Hold on a minute, Alan. Can you start over again? We missed the first part of your comment. Jeffrey Epstein, Mossad agent, USCIA agent. We have groups of people in the government that literally think they own the country. Exactly. They believe that they had the right to kill individuals. Exactly. I don't believe people like John McCarthy died. I don't think that. Or committed suicide? Absolutely not. Uh, John Kennedy Jr. He didn't commit suicide. He was murdered. And people that are blind to that or refuse to look at that, they're living in the la la land. I, I I don't disagree with you, my friend. But it's gotten to the point now where it's become. Uh, and this was the thing with Trump. I mean, you know, Trump's not there right now. But boy, in four years, you talk about him being a great disruptor, whether you like him or not. He's exposed all this. So now we're now we're seeing all the all the cockroaches and the and the other insects uh, of uh, that have infected our government where they're running around but they're not covered up anymore. They're in the sunlight and people are aware. Alan, people are aware because we're talking about it right now. Well, 5 years ago, 6 years ago, I wouldn't be talking about any of this stuff. Since 2001, there's been a group inside the government that's gotten away with murder. I wouldn't doubt it, and I and 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 you know what? I think it was I think it was kind of I don't know. It's kind of like murder when you. Well, by the way, both those twin towers, the WTC one, WTC two, they were stuffed with spray-on insulation that was asbestos. Yeah, they could not get any new tenants. Mighty convenient it gets insured for terrorism and blown up. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. All right, thank my you. thank you, thank you for your comments. You can call us at two eight one five five eight five seven three eight. But this whole idea of the UN t- doing an investigation in the United States is offensive to me. The UN needs to start to clean up its own house first with all the corruption that occurred there. It ought to start with the World Health Organization, which, by the way, is retracting its investigation of the Wuhan lab. And my show was flagged a number of times when I talked about the Wuhan lab as disinformation. Now it's being embraced as real information. So go back and take down my, put my show back up that I had on all this a year before anybody was talking about. Because apparently you all didn't know what you were talking about, censors. You didn't know what you were talking about. Now, who is it that's censoring the censors? Because they're not censors. They're not. They're not sensitive to the real information that's going on on the ground that we, the people, know in our hearts at what's happening. Okay, we're going to do a break.
the voice of Texas. AM 700 KSEV. Your smartphone is now your radio. All you need is a KSEV app. And with one click, you're listening to KSEV. Anytime, anywhere. No static, no boundaries. Go to the Android Marketplace or the iPhone App Store. Search KSEV. Select the KSEV app. It's free and it only takes a couple of minutes. Listen to KSEV. It's easy with the KSEV app. More details at ksevradio.com. When I went looking for a place to rent, I wore a mask, but they could still see I'm black. The landlord told me nothing available. When I went looking for an apartment, I wore a mask. Obviously, I'm Latino. They said the place has been rented. My wife and I were house hunting. And we wore masks, but we're Asian American. And the real estate agent said, you won't be happy here. If you suspect housing discrimination because of your race, file a complaint with HUD. Go to HUD.gov slash fair housing. Fair housing. The law is on your side. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Hi, folks. Dan Patrick here. Now that we're in the middle of hurricane season again, that can bring storms and strong winds. And let's not forget the damage that strong winds can cause to your big, valuable trees. You don't want to lose them, and you don't want anything damaged below them when the branches fall. That's why you need to call my friend Louis Flory and Ability Tree Experts. I've known them for over 30 years. It's time to deep root feed your trees to help with this stress. Louis Flory at Ability Tree Experts knows this is the perfect time to prune and remove the deadwood in your trees. This will thin them out and help with the stress. Spores, beetles, and other insects are going to be drawn to your weak trees. The trees need to be sprayed to prevent these insects from attacking. So call Ability Tree Experts at 281-441-4179. They are the expert for all of your tree needs. Ability Trees is giving a deep root feeding with every tree prune. Call Ability Tree Experts at 281-441-4179. Get your trees pruned now and the canopies cleaned out. Call today for an appointment, 281-441-4179. You never know when that next storm is coming. Ability Trees, Houston's leading tree care professional. What is dedication? My biggest fear in the middle of my addiction was that my kids wouldn't have a father. And I started thinking, you know what? This isn't my story. I definitely had to become a better man to be a better father. It's important to me that my kids are empowered and truly believe that if, if they can think it, they can do it. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Connect with the Chris Salcedo Show. Get that? Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that dollar from? I'm sorry. What did you say, sir? I'm sorry. What did you say, sir? I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you said. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show, seven to nine a.m. on AM seven hundred KSEV. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. We got to play this. Then I sing this. That just is the one thing you can always find. You got to saddle up your horse. You got to draw a hard line. When the gunsmoke settles, you'll see a victory tune. I'll be back at the local saloon. We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces and whiskey for my man, beer for my horses. Skip whiskey for my man, beer for my horses. There you go, you got it, Francis. 
All right, thanks, Mauricio. I saw you singing down there in El Salvador. By the way, get us some more listeners down there because I want to talk right now about my Hispanic friends that listen to this station from Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, to Central America and beyond. I want to say this. Cuba, Libertad, this is the thing. I saw, and I was disgusted when I saw, I know, you're probably like this guy. I don't particularly anymore. But, I mean, you know, what choices do we have these days? It's uh, Phil, uh, not Phil Graham, Lindsey Graham. Mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham, I saw on the TV the other night, he's talking about Cuba, and he said nothing. Well, you know, we ought to support them. Well, you know, we ought to do this, we ought to do that. But nothing, no action. I mean, worse than Kennedy. Kennedy at least went halfway down the road, but he left the poor uh, invaders on the, on the, in the Bay of Pigs to die. But at least he started to take some action. He backed off the Russians. I was living then, and I was a kid. But I remember, I remember when it happened and the tension that existed. But they had missiles in Cuba at that time. Who knows what weaponry they have now? But we do know that there's still that thirst for freedom in, in Cuba, and something needs to be done to support people that are trying to obtain that. In our country, we had BLM come out this week basically saying the United States is responsible for what happened in Cuba. Are you kidding me? That, well, the United States isn't responsible for that. Communism, corruption, and socialism is responsible for what happened in Cuba. Why do you think the people in Florida who are so happy are, are, are South American uh, friends of Latin heritage from Venezuela to Colombia to... Central America and Mexico, they are all happy. And, and particularly in South Florida, you have a lot of people from South America, Venezuela, and Cuba. Uh, they are all happy with the United States of America because they could actually go out on the street and protest for freedom still. I don't know how long that's going to be because I heard uh, this week was one of the topics that I wanted to talk about. We're running out of time, but they've moved a, a contingent of the Capitol Police to Florida. And now, from the military, they're getting trained on certain high-tech intelligence equipment to monitor different segments and uh, of, of the uh, neighborhoods in Florida. For what? For what? Who's monitoring them? Who's monitoring them in terms of what they're doing? Where do they come off monitoring? Is anybody burning down buildings because they're asking for freedom? Not these protesters. They know what it costs to build a building, most of them. They know what it costs to have a small business. They know what it costs to have a restaurant. They know what it costs to have a job. They don't want their neighborhoods destroyed. They're not trying to destroy neighborhoods. They're trying to build their country and exercise freedom. And, and this is the, I mean, they, they talk about the Latin vote in this country. You can see it in Texas. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The only reason Trump won Texas last time was because of the Latino vote in the state of Texas who honored things like God, country, religion, and family. freedom, and family. All of those things, okay? I mean, I mean that's why. I mean, it's not natural. It, people in East Texas and West Texas— all of them, Latin, Latinos and all of those people, all of the working people, they should be Democrats. They shouldn't be voting for Republicans. But they're not Democrats because 
It's now the Republican Party, which is more of a, which has become a party of the working folks and the party that's that's standing up for these basic principles of family, religion, uh, and and freedom and guns. Okay, that's part of freedom. It's ridiculous what's going on. So you, if you vote for the, if you vote for the other side, you're voting for big government and big brother. And if you vote for, for the Republicans. If you get one that actually will stand up, you're voting for freedom and all these other issues. And that's why the working vote basically has come together under under Trump to get to where the Republican Party has this kind of strength. Because without those votes, there'd be nothing standing in the way of everything that these progressive Democrats would be doing, including destroying your uh, fossil fuel industry and destroying all the other things that we hold sacred in this country. And yes, I do hold the fossil fuel industry sacred in this country because it provides a heck of a lot of jobs for a heck of a lot of people. It provides independence for the United States of America from foreign sources of energy. And it provides, uh, uh, like I said, a lot of jobs and and national security by giving us the kind of uh, strength and, uh, and financial uh, strength as well as other kinds of strength that basically make the country, uh, uh, what did make the country the strongest country in the world in many different respects, financially and militarily. And so, I mean, I mean, you know, you, you, it upsets me. It just upsets me. And so this insurrection is not an insurrection by the, by the people. It's not an insurrection by the Trump voters, it's not an insurrection. It's an insurrection by the government against the people, not the people against the government. All the people want is a secure vote, the right to vote, a fair and free election for everybody, every color, every race, every creed. And that is, that's the insanity about what's going on here. So I ask you, when you watch the news or catch anything on TV and you hear things coming out of their mouth, accusing people of all these things, it's usually because whoever's making those statements are the ones who are doing what they're accusing the other person of doing. In this case, when they say, this is Jim Crow, uh, John, Jim Crow laws, isn't that what they call them? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they call it that. They call it that, uh, Francis. And then they turn around and they basically try to disenfranchise the other citizens' votes by making the vote diluted by, by illegal votes, okay? So if you talk about voting rights, it's the majority of people that are losing their voting rights because it's being diluted by no laws regulating who can vote. How about thinking about that? And call us at 281-558-5738, although we're about to go off the air in a few minutes. So we have to be careful about the Capitol Police in Florida. And finally, I want to say this. What about this absurdity of the U.S. Olympic Committee wanting to change the flag? They wanted to modify the flag. And then I'll throw in there with that another one of these side social type issues. The NFL wants to now sing, again, dividing us in certain ways. The national anthem of the United States, is, which is for everybody. And then they want to sing the black national anthem. <laughs> I, I, don't even know what, I don't even know what that, what, what that is because, I mean, I haven't, I haven't really heard it. But, but uh, why don't we sing the Italian national anthem? And why don't we sing the Irish national anthem? And why don't we sing, uh, you know, the Chinese national anthem and everybody else's color, race, creed, national anthem? 
It's ridiculous. We're one country, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Capital A-L-L. That is what we're talking about. That is what the United States is about. What do you have to say about any of this, Francis? I've been rattling on here. Ah, it's just, Frank, it, it's gotten to the point of just ridiculousness. You know, you got the workers versus the wealthy. That, that's what this is getting down yeah, to. Yeah, but the workers aren't the communists. The that, wealthy want to be the That's exactly right. And, I, and I'll say it again. You know, and you talked about the, the Latino, workers want freedom. The, the Latino, Latino uh, people saying, hey, you know, in Cuba, we, we, we just want to have some food. You know, we just want some basic sustenance. Yeah, and, and, and a job. And, and, and now they're getting, and medical supplies. But you know, the, the thing about the the working people, and I and I can just tell you that they believe in family. I believe in family, and we believe in a savior. Okay, we don't believe in a system. The systems that the the government keeps popping out, they don't work. <laughs> I I keep waiting for one to work. The border isn't working. The the printing of money's not working. Uh, you know, I don't even know what these guys, people are talking about anymore other than the people are, are, are the enemy. That's my point. They, they are based, the government has made the people the enemy. Say so the, the, the insurrection is against the people, not the people against the government. The people are just saying we want our basic principles that we're entitled to under the Constitution. And the government is saying that doesn't work anymore. It's a different time and a different place. And we know better. And we're going on. We got well, one minute left. I'll just say Go one ahead, thing, Francis. Frank. You know, you made the comment about the audience being being your client to some degree. Well, I got well, news. No, yeah, well, I got that. news for the government. The people are your client, right? And if you hate your client, you might want to get a different business, right? You know, well, that, that's not going to work very well. Hating your client. Well, I would say that they could get fired if people come out and vote, and we have fair and free elections. And the step in the right direction is to have fair and free voting laws. Oh, hopefully Arizona will come through. Fair and free voting laws. Fair and free voting laws. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great weekend. I hope you all had a good time this evening. I'm sorry I rant and rave so much. And thank you, Mauricio from El Salvador. Go out there and let make the people listen to Frankly Talking. Maybe, we, maybe they'll probably appreciate it more. I think we're done. Right, Steve? We're done. You are listening to Frankly Talking here on 700 AM KSEV. Listen us next week, like every Friday at 6 p.m. on Frankly Talking, a radio show for Texas with your host Frank Spagnoletti.